entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 358. And it is Tuesday, February 23rd. 2021. I'm Ruben. That was Layton. Jeff is here as well. Jeff, how's it going? Cricket, cricket. <laughs> it's going well. And Theodore's not here today. He is in the deep south. It, is it just me or did Theodore just it's dump Florida us? It's not south. just south. It's the deep. <laughs> it's the tip of the deep south. The tip of the deep it's south. deeper than the deep did south. Did he just dump us without warning or did you know, did somebody know that he was not going to be here? I do faintly remember a few weeks ago him maybe alluding to the fact that we could have a guest because he won't be here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But the specifics, they elude me. Anyway, today's episode is loaded. Last week, we teased a winter story from Leighton that we didn't get to, that we will get to today. And uh, we asked a poll question about deep thinking and what that means and how much time you spend with it. And unfortunately, we won't get a whole lot of time to dive into that, except we will read the poll results. And it is a highlight, so someone could go vote on that poll still if you did not do it. It's on Instagram in a highlight. And we've got some an edible from Jeff from Costa Rica. Some, uh, I think it's Luisa's favorite delicacy from Costa Rica. Oh, wow. We're going to have that. And, of course, we've got some feedback as well. So let's first get the poll results out of the way. The question was, how much time do you spend per day deep thinking. Hold on. I'm guessing that most of our fans are deep thinkers. So I'm going to say most of them said an hour. Okay. And if, in case you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to last week's episode because we kind of explained what we're talking about when we say deep thinking. And we're going to dive into this more. I've been experimenting uh, with the amount of input I've been getting and the amount of time I've set apart for just for thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll talk and discuss more about that next week. We'll, we're going to talk about this next week. Anyway, the poll results are the, the, the three options were less than 15 minutes, around one hour, or C, definitely more than an hour. Jeff, uh, Layton said that he thinks the majority of our fans are deep thinkers. He thinks that most of them were around an hour. I think most of them are. I think most of them picked less than 15 minutes. I'm just going to throw that out there. And that's what I assume, too. I figured most, because looking at my own life, I realized that I didn't spend, I spent less than 15 minutes just really pondering and thinking uh, things. And here are the results. There was a total of 34 votes. Wow. Wow. That is a that is a that's Man. a record in itself. That's the engaging. Actually, that's the whole topic. <laughs> we can talk about that the rest of the podcast. Uh. Anyway, seventeen people, half of the audience said they spend less than fifteen minutes per day. Ooh, wow! You're right in deep thinking. Thirteen uh, out of the thirty-four, which that would be, um, crunch some numbers here. That'd be thirty-eight percent of the audience spends around one hour. Okay. And four out of the 34 said they spend definitely more than an hour. And wow. that is uh, around 12%. I actually have, in my in my 10-year life plan, I have it written down to spend an hour a day in, like, thinking. Like, time, like, quiet time to think. 
Interesting. And I'm actually close to there. Like, uh, you're. That's good. Where, where are you? I'm, you are I'm ten years ahead of where I thought I was going to be. <laughs> to accomplishing a ten-year goal. But in my in my goal, I intended to be uh, a little more intentional. And like right now, a lot of my deep thinking is spent while I'm driving. Oh, okay. About forty-five minutes of it. So, um, I was picturing it being more sitting on a recliner or sitting, sitting in a study, sitting in a study or sitting on the front porch, something like that. It's more, more what I was thinking. Anyway, where, where are each of you guys at on this? What would, I'm right here. Where would you vote on this poll? Um, well, the, 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 I, I would spend between 15 minutes and one hour, which I don't think was an option. It's not. You're in that gray area, Jeff. So, anyways, all right, that's where I sit. Does and reading doesn't count? No, it can't. Not input. It can't be watching a video, reading, listening does not count. I mean, realistically, my thinking time would probably be about twenty minutes. Okay, writing like if you're like writing your thoughts out and kind of like processing that way, that would that would count. Writing your own thoughts out, like probably not like typing, but more like sketching ideas and. Yeah, I, I would. I, I would consider that deep thinking. Would you? Would you consider like preparing for a sermon as thinking or no? I mean, you're definitely thinking while you're doing it, but but it is allocated time for a specific task. Yeah. For a specific task, I probably wouldn't say okay. that because I would. I would. I would equate preparing for a sermon kind of similarly to to work. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I probably only spend maybe eight seconds a day <laughs> thinking. <laughs> All right. There you have it. <laughs> and he's a pastor. <laughs> no, realistically, yeah, probably like at, at least 20 minutes. Okay. I probably think and I don't even know it. <laughs> I, well, some of my thinking is I, not like not I think like in conscious. the shower. It's not conscience. Yeah, conscious. conscious intentional thinking it's more like just like thinking about whatever comes to mind kind of but you have the space and the lack of distraction to do it yeah yeah letting your brain free float all right so we'll talk more about this next week um and if you haven't voted yet go ahead and vote over on the poll all right i think our edibles are ready to digest while you get while you introduce those i'm gonna look up our feedback from the past two weeks so 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 here's our edible here you go. Ooh. Uh, Layton. This is... So, Luisa heard us um, dissing her uh, tuna from Costa Rica, and she was like, you know what? I love this stuff dearly, and I worked very hard to get in to smuggle it into the U.S. But since you guys dissed it so bad, I need to give you a taste. So she sent us a can of tuna. And this is Splash brand tuna. Uh, all the words are in Spanish on it. It also says vegetables. Yes, it's it's tuna with vegetables. Mm. I see. Mm. It's very unique. Uh, I watched Jeff open this container, and mm. what came out is not only a different color, but yeah, there's different stuff in it than what I was expecting. I was expecting more of a gray colored tuna. Mm-hmm. And am I wrong? Like that a that, typical, is that not typically how tuna I, looks? It's kind. I think that's kind of typical. Maybe, mm. maybe not like gray, gray, but like pinkish gray. I don't know. 
But this is not how normal tuna could, looks. Now, granted, I am hungry for supper right now. Yeah, but, I'm also very hungry. But I could totally make a full meal out of this. It's good. Wow. It is really good. The, there's some kind of red uh, flavoring or, or spice. It's not spicy, but there's like a little zip to it. That's really satisfying. Mm-hmm. It's not what I would expect it to taste like either. It doesn't look like you'd expect, and it doesn't taste like it either. <clears throat> I hate to be the burster of bubbles. Oh, man. But do you not? does this not ring a... Have you not tasted this before? No. It tastes exactly like vegetable beef stew. Mm. Soup. Mm. Yeah, but that doesn't have fish in it. I know, but... It does kind of. It does kind of taste that like red that. Red coloring and the peas and the carrots make it vegetable ha- beef stew. Yeah. So you're well, saying it tastes that like this- the broth portion of it, but the beef, the beef. Well, no, it does have the meaty texture, but the beef flavor is different than the tuna flavor. So it's like a little bit different, but it's almost it, it's similar. And it is good, but. So you're, are I'm you saying sure it's I good prefer... because it's too much like an American dish? No, I actually don't really like uh, uh, vegetable, be- vegetable beef stew that much. I agree. It, it, and this is good. It's not like it's not, not good. Yeah, I was gonna, you're heaping it on pretty good there, Ruben. But I think I'd prefer, or actually I know I'd prefer the other normal tuna that I've had. You mean like the like sardines? Yeah. <clears throat> What what is what's in vegetable beef stew or what about vegetable beef stew is not that great or do you not like? It's just kind of eh. a, a bunch of things. For I one, think... for one thing, I don't like when my chicken or my beef is in is shredded. Mm. Pork is different. Pork you don't is... like chicken noodle soup? No. Okay, that's what if a, the that's chicken is in one. chunks? Then, then it's better. Okay. Is this the first time you're having it, Jeff? The the I've zip that this stuff has, you're right, it is the same as vegetable beef stew, but I think it actually fits better with the fish yeah. because... It's like, slightly like a cocktail. This is much better sauce. than vegetable beef stew. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree <clears throat> with you. It is better than vegetable beef. Stew. I think the thing I don't like about vegetable beef stew is that the there's it's like a really watery soup with a lot of larger, harder chunks of vegetable in it. Like the tom- or the potatoes are usually mm. are usually not like really soft, and it's always too hot. I do. <laughs> I had a burp there. Uh, um, yeah, I think you're right, Jeff. All right. Well, thank you, Louisa, for sharing in your... You have proven... Your spoils. You have proven that the tuna is good. Yeah, it, it is. The splash. <clears throat> is is it smuggle-worthy? No, it's not smuggle-worthy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't. it wasn't intentionally <laughs> smuggled. It wasn't what? It wasn't intentionally smuggled. 
oh. but it ended up being smuggled. <clears throat> All right. Listen to last week's episode if you haven't. <laughs> Why don't you pour the coffee, Jeff? And Layton, you can start telling. It's not quite ready yet. Start okay. Start threading some stories, Layton. All right. So thread number one. Uh, so obviously, we've been getting a ton of snow, and the one morning I woke up, tried to go to work. I, I thought maybe if I drive fast enough through my driveway, with with our little Chevy Malibu, I'd be able to get out. And I was so far from right. It was insane. Uh, how much snow was in your driveway? At, I'd want to say at least 16, 17 inches. <laughs> like some, some of the lot. taller drifts. The drifts, the, the, the tall. drifts were that big. It was, it Cause, was cause crazy. Because I had, I had a good <clears throat> nine inches at least in my driveway. It was so bad. And so I, I like... Open up the door. I didn't even look at the size of the drifts. <laughs> I just opened up the garage door, got in the car, and just wah! And like I got a little bit, maybe a a a car length and a half out of the driveway. That and was did, it. And did you you like floored it? Did you drag as much speed as you could? I didn't floor it, but I I I like. Really, you know, got on it. Like <laughs> now, you have some security cameras around your house. I got it on video. Oh, gold, gold! <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so I like got it stuck so so bad, like <laughs> so so bad. Like it was so bad that, like, legitimately, I had to climb out the window. <laughs> I had is this to, also I, all on video? Uh, no, that part wasn't. Because oh. they're like motions triggered. Oh. You know, so they they got the first motion, but by the time I was climbing out of the car, <laughs> it had it only records like 15, 20 seconds of it. I climbed out of the car through the window. I was like, man, these snow drifts are so high, I can't even open the door. And then you later... You realized it was your dog. I real No, I realized later that I just had the door locked. <laughs> And I could have opened it up anyway. <laughs> so that's kind of worthless, but well, whatever. Wait, how do you have a door that, that you can't pull the handle and it unlocks itself? It's just that old. It's a 2009. I don't know. But yeah, it was definitely locked. And yeah, I definitely tried the door handle. I was like, man, he just doesn't budge. Roll down the window and climb out. <laughs> so then uh, I called my wife and I was like, I don't know what to do, um, but we got to get this thing unstuck. Oh, this thing was so stuck that I left the car running and like the fr- it's just front wheel drive and the tires were like idling forward i left it in drive and it was just idling forward there was like no that's how you were how sitting elevated on top. it was how, yeah. yes it was so bad so i called my dad <clears throat> and while he was on the way with his truck i decided well i definitely can't get the malibu out of the driveway for sure so let's just pull my car back in now we have a two-car garage and so all we had to do was back our other car in front of it. 
and no, wait, what? Your flex, you mean? Yeah, and like pull just, it out, and yeah, and just just pull it forward back into the garage. How could you pull it in though? Well, or just enough that you could get traction. Correct. Okay. Just enough to get the front tires out of the snow. So, uh, Malibus have no hook points that I could find. So I actually ended up taking a ratchet strap. Strap. I didn't actually use the ratchet part, but I just took the hook, the long hook part mm-hmm. of a ratchet. And I opened up the hood of the Malibu. And I used the little hook, po- like the little point that latches. No, Layton. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yep. Yep. I got that on video. <laughs> How about that? So, and all I did was I double knotted the ratchet. The, you attached it to the hood? Yes. To the oh, hood my. or to the frame where it like latches <clears throat> down into No, to the hood. Okay. Oh, man. So it was basically pulling completely on the hinges of the hood. Of the hood. <laughs> That's not a very strong attachment point. It was the strongest that I could find without pulling the bumper off. Like there was yeah. no hook point. It really on the stinks, underside. but you basically have to loop it around the the wheel, like <clears throat> the axle of the wheel. Yeah. But you can't just do anywhere because it'll also ruin your axle. So, yeah, I double knotted it. Whatever. And, you know, my wife, she decided to do the pulling. I'll be in the Malibu trying to accelerate and, like, see when I have traction. <laughs> and so, which, and this is, like, for, like, three feet. Oh, like, that's all we're pulling. Just until you get down off the, yeah. Yep, at the snow line. And so, and it worked. Like, she pulled me out. Hold it. Yeah. Hmm. I got that on video. I was not expecting it to work. And and when someone's pulling you, we were on the phone together. <laughs> when, when I say, if I would say, all right, we're going, we're going, we're good, we're good. If I would say, whoa, 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 whoa. What would you do if you were doing the pulling? Stomp on the brakes. Yes. She kept right on going. <laughs> And I did, and I put on the brakes. And so that little strap, and you can actually hear it in the video. Oh, no. It broke. <laughs> oh, yeah, it totally. The, the strap broke. Yeah, the strap broke. And, and you didn't damage your hood at no, all. No, not at all. Wow, those are tough cards. They're that's the tough hinges. <laughs> Some tough hood hinges. So I'll speak to the quality of that. And then, uh, yeah, so we did get it unstuck. I was able to pull my car back into the garage and then my dad came and he just took me to work. <sighs> so, yeah. Also, shout out to my neighbor who ended up plowing my driveway for me. Unsolicited. Not bad. Did nice. he? <laughs> well, how ha- was that work? Did he have? Okay. So he, he probably didn't see you come flying out of the garage no. initially. No, he didn't. All right. So I'm sure the, the number one question everyone's wondering is how can they watch this video? Uh, I mean, or I don't videos, know. Videos, multiple. There's two of them. I, I screen recorded both. I don't. I mean, should we post it on Patreon or should we post it on the French press? Let's put it on Patreon maybe for a week. They get exclusive access yeah. to this. Well, uh, Patreon lens clips <clears throat> only go for 24 hours. So 
Oh, let's post it every day for the next week. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, can you share it with Jeff, or do you know how to upload it to to Patreon? Yes. So we'll put it on Patreon first, and then within a few days, we'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, there we perfect. Go. I you can post something to Patreon and insert a link to an extra source. So do you think we should upload it to Facebook or YouTube? Instagram. Facebook. Upload it to Facebook, but well, privately. Well, and no. No, because the people on unlist, Patreon. List no, it. No, no. Later. People on Patreon. later when you post it on Instagram, <clears throat> yeah. then put it on Facebook. Just put it on the Patreon lens, and then, yeah. Okay, well, we got some good hot content. The wow. next story, believe it or not, is even better. But first, a word from our sponsors today. What is our coffee? We should try this coffee. Yeah, we need to do the coffee. Uh, I've been been sipping it. I felt like you should introduce this coffee because it is uh, from a friend of yours. All right. Mm. Wow, that's good. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very pleased. Wow. Um, This is called uh, Bali Blue Moon. Um, I don't know if that's the n- name of the kind of coffee. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and then it's from a, a roaster called Happy Mug. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is a fan-submitted uh, coffee from my friend Doug Kaufman. Shout out to you, Doug. Hey, Doug. Um, and he left <clears throat> Doug, a little note. I always have fond memories of, of meeting and talking with you. So, I don't know if you still listen, but probably if you're sending in this, yeah, this coffee, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I met I met him at uh, <clears throat> well, we went down to see my wife's friend slash my sister in law's boyfriend in Arkansas, and he was he goes to uh, Micah's church. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, he introduced me to the peculiarities of Montezuma. Montezuma, yeah. Ask him about it sometime. I don't know. All right, so let's not get into that. Doug sent in this coffee. Uh, says that the, he 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 wrote a note. It says uh, from Doug Coffin for FPP. I get a Roaster's Choice coffee subscription from Happy Mug, and I thought I'd let you enjoy this month's selection as well, or at least I hope you enjoy it. Also, hi to Layton, Carrie, and Carmen. Sorry, Ruben. He didn't even remember me? <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> All right. This is really good. I It, it is. It is. It I'm, has, I'm very pleased. It's, it has like a little bit of a, a sweet, chocolatey sensation. Yeah. Aroma. It's very, it's a very, it's like a mild, but, but full flavor. Well, it's not even like a really full-bodied flavor, but it's just... Do you it's think a this nice is flavored mild. coffee? It's pleasant, mild. No, it's not flavored, but there should be a word for a perfect combination of taste and smell. Because it doesn't really taste like chocolate, but what it if, is in between taste and smell. What if we combined the terms aromatic and tasty and call it tastematic? Mm. It's not bad. It sounds too much like a feature on a car. <clears throat> It sounds like something that you would get from VeggieTales. This is really, really good. Announcing the new wow. Taste-O-Matic 5000. Oh, yeah. 
it like tastes food for you. Where does this take you? Mm. This this puts me in a deep thinking state. Wow. It, it kind of like is calming. I could I could all I think I could fall asleep mid sip almost. It takes me to uh, just like <clears throat> so soothing. A mountaintop <sighs> cabin, just like looking out over the view. This... In the winter time, standing there in my bathrobe, <clears throat> and just enjoying the warmth of being inside, and watching nature. The flurries on the out. Is it cold on the outside? It's it's snowy, but it's not flurrying. It's sunny. Okay. Okay. It's and it's like eight o'clock in the morning when the sun's already up. How cloudy is it? Not cloudy. It's totally clear skies. Yep. Hmm. Um, this takes me. Exactly to where this uh, coffee is from, <clears throat> the island of Bali. Maybe like a tropical setting. It's very much forested. I mean, some ancient ruins. Hmm. Bali. I don't I actually don't know where it's at. It's right here. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> is it like a? I don't know. It looks like some a kind dragon of dragon statue, Aztec with... architecture. Oh, you think it's down down there? <clears throat> yeah. Well, what do you guys rate this coffee? I I personally, I'm giving it a five. It is a five for me. Mm. It's a five for me too. Mm. This coffee makes me question all other fives I've ever. Mm. Ooh, that I'm gonna that give good. it a five. Yeah, wow, that, that good. good. It's really really good. Ooh, you should give the roaster and the. The coffee name again, in case anyone, anyone it's, knows. It's um, Bali Island Blue Moon from Happy Mug Roasters. Happy you Mug Roasters. You can go yeah. to our website mm-hmm. and find it right there. It's the one that we reviewed on February 23rd, <clears throat> 2021. And if you don't know where that is, on our website, there's a button for coffee reviews. And you click on it, and it'll take you right where you need to go. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, wow, it's it's right up there with our 5.0s. It we have <laughs> one, two, three, four, five out of I think we've uh, I forget I forget I, I had the stat earlier, but I think we had reviewed like seventy some coffees. Wow, 50, 50 to seventy. I forget it was a lot. That makes my taste buds tired. <clears throat> but we only have five five point Wow. At some point, we're going to have to have a showdown. We should have. At one of these years, we'll need to have a tournament, a March mm. Madness tournament with coffee. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, speaking of March Madness tournaments with coffee, aren't we doing something like that? We are, uh, and we're waiting on Theodore to get it ready. Ugh. I sent him the list of okay. nuts. Yeah, if you guys don't remember, <clears throat> we were going to do different nuts because uh, we have yeah. strong opinions about what the good kinds are and the bad mm-hmm. kinds. Also, eating nuts is just fun. It's, just, it's good. Yeah. It's healthy. <clears throat> All right. Well, Layton, can right. you estimate how long this next story is going to take? Because we are <clears throat> 10 minutes past our... It'll take at least five minutes. So, so more yeah. like 20 minutes? I think I can keep it under 10. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's you go ready for try. this? Let's go try. It's the juicy one. I, I, may, I may cut you off just at any time. Oh, boy. All right. So... I'm kidding. For the listeners' sake, because I just picture the listeners back there. Oh no! Don't don't <clears throat> cut him off. So I guess I'm gonna I'm going to shave off 
like a good quarter of the story for lack of time. I'm not going to give as much background, except on Tuesday, my wife is looking out the window from her kitchen. And what does she see while she's on the phone? She was actually on the phone with me while I was at work. A bird. Snow. No. Well, an Amish guy on a bike. No. Okay. There was, there was something standing in the open door to our shop. Sasquatch. Close. Sasquatch returns. <sighs> Let's um, not bring that up again. <laughs> it was your neighbor. No, I'm guessing it was your dog. <laughs> no and no. A skunk. Getting closer. Groundhog. Closer. Not really closer. But Porcupine. No. Hey, they're around. Barely. Oh, I've seen him. Okay. Well, it wasn't that. A, a squirrel. No. It's a it's a it's a varmint. A it's, rabbit. No. A, you said squirrel. You no, know, it's it's a it's a an deer? annoying it's an annoying varmint. You, they get into things. Rabbit. Rat. Raccoon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. A raccoon. <laughs> My wife sees him standing in the doorway, and he's just, like, hanging out. He looked kind of like – and I saw him. She she FaceTimed it then. And and he was like, yeah, I was just standing there. And he looked like he was like, ah, like, like he was, like, starting his day. Like, ah, ready to face the day. Here we go. What do we got going on today? Like, he's, like, stepping outside of his house and just, like, ready to take on the world. And my wife starts freaking out, and she, like – I th- I'm not sure if she called Crip, our dog, or if she just watched until eventually the dog found him. And he goes scampering. He's so fat. And there's the so dog? much. Well, no. The oh, the raccoon. raccoon. The raccoon is so fat that it. And we have so much snow that he actually like, struggled, like floundering through the snow to get away from the dog. But the dog treated him then. Climbed up wow, in the tree. You have a, a hunting dog. Yep. And and so my wife is like, you need to come home and shoot him. And I was like, I'll, I'll get him after work. It's fine. <laughs> so I come home after work on Tuesday. Wait, we recorded. Hmm. It was a day, a week ago on Tuesday was the day your car <clears throat> got stuck. So it was a day after that or before that? It was a Wednesday. Okay. I think it was Wednesday. So I come home and I see the raccoon. No, wait, no. No, it was a Wednesday. I come home, whatever, and I see the raccoon up in the tree. But I don't have a gun. Hmm. Well, I have a little pellet gun. And I was like, I don't think this thing's, I don't think my pellet gun's going to be able to get this thing. You know, I don't want to just injure it. You'll make it mad. Right. So I was like, hey, you know what? Coons are known to have rabies. This was on a Wednesday night. Let's go to church. (laughs) Let's go to church, and then I'll see if there's someone there that wants to come over to my house afterwards and shoot a raccoon. (laughs) So we go to church, and then after the service is over, I go to one of my buddies. I'm like, hey, do you want to do your pastor a favor? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he was pretty tired, so he was like, no, but I'll call a, a, a friend of mine. And it was actually Justin, uh, Ruben's cousin, Justin. And 
And Jess was like, oh, I don't think I want to come tonight yet. It was so late. It was like, by that time, it was like 9 o'clock. So I was like, fine, maybe maybe tomorrow morning. So I, we, we, we go home then. And I think what happened was that we were pulling into our driveway. And so our dog <clears throat> left the tree. He had, been, he had that raccoon treed for like hours, <laughs> like a good five hours. But then when we pulled into the driveway, the dog wanted to see, oh, what's going on here? And so he left the tree and came to see who was pulling in the driveway. And then we're pulling into the driveway and see the raccoon in the dark, like just beelining it to the uh, back into the shop. Oh, no. So I still didn't have a gun. No one wanted to come and shoot this thing. So I was like, hey, we got to let it go for tonight. Fast forward the next day, my dad shows up, uh, and he was doing some looking around in the barn, and guess what? Ra- he f- Raccoon related or not? No. He was just, like, examining the condition of the barn. <laughs> and <laughs> and un- unknowing anything about the raccoon? Correct. Okay. And he's like, whoa, he calls me, because I wasn't there at that, at that time. He calls me, he's like, man, we got some excitement going on in here. There's a raccoon. I moved to a strip of carpet, and Crip just dove in there, and the raccoon went running, and, oh, and Crip chased him out. Whatever. Oh. Chased him out of the uh, of the building. Chased him out of the shop, yeah. So I figured that he would be able to crawl up <clears throat> the beams and get him to the rafters or something. Well, I think eventually he did go up there to where Crip couldn't get him, but he first ran out, out underneath some floorboards, and then went... Out the back of the shop, underneath the floorboards, and then went to the other part of the shop and climbed up a window and back inside. <sighs> I think that's what happened. Crip was all confused. He didn't know which way was up or down. <laughs> he, he was crazy. So, fast forward to Saturday. Oh, okay. So then the next night, Justin came over and, and we went out to try to find this thing. And he was gone. We couldn't find him anywhere. Couldn't find this coon. So Justin left his gun there. He left a little twenty two at my house. <clears throat> that was Thursday night. Okay? Didn't see anything else. And then Saturday morning comes around, and we might we thought that we were, we were going to host. It was our turn to host at church. And I was like, man, I'm going to have to start up my snow plow or my uh, snow blower. And make sure there's a good path to the door, our walk-in door, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when people come. So I'm out in the shop trying to get my snowblower started. And I was listening to something on my headphones. And then I suddenly realized that my dog is just constantly whining at me. And so I, like, stop what I'm doing. I turn off my headphones. And I, like, like what's wrong? And then he, like, goes running over to his bed. And we just have some some straw some hay in our shop and that's kind of his bedding that he sleeps in at night and he like there's like a strip of 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 a scrap of carpet that's on top of this hay and he like he like runs over to the carpet and then he like looks at the carpet and sniffs at it and and then he looks at me and he's like and he's like looking back and forth at the carpet then me and and just like whining, it's like, what are you gonna do about this? <laughs> ah! 
And I was like, oh, I bet the coon's underneath there. So I go back inside. This is like 6 7 o'clock in the morning. I go back inside. I load up the gun. All right. And I come back out to the shop and I'm like, okay, if the coon's underneath there, if I pull this carpet off, Crips is just going to dive in there and it's going to be a running chase. And I'm not going to get a shot at it. So what I'll do is I'll hold the gun in my left hand. And then this is like a rifle. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take a, like a stick or something and I'll beat the top of this carpet to chase him out and try to get him out that way. So I beat on it a couple of times. Nothing's coming out. I was like, well, maybe he's not even underneath there. But I was like, I mean, Crips acting like he is. So I decided, well, you know what? Let me just, I'm going to have to pull off this stupid carpet. And Crips going to go, I just already know what's going to happen. It's going to be chaos. I'm just going to put the gun down. And I'm going to pull off this carpet. So I do. And sure enough, the raccoon's stupid little head's poking up out of the straw as soon as I pull it off. And Crip just like, they like looked at each other for like a split second. Like Crip like sees him and he sees Crip. They look at each other and it's like, oh! and, just like <laughs> and then it just goes into a brawl. And Crip just starts chasing after him. And the raccoon runs into the other part of the shop through through the little walk-in door into the other part of the shop. There's like got that little mezzanine part. It's like a little lean-to part. And I'm pretty sure what happened was he was planning, the raccoon was planning on running into that part of the shop and then whoop, go right out the window out the back. Well, when Justin was there, he smartly, when we were looking around, he smartly took a piece of OSB that I had laying around and plugged up that window <laughs> so the coon couldn't get out. <clears throat> so then I walked into that, I walked through that door and Crip, sure enough, had him cornered in a cabinet. In an old you have a picture cab- of it. I have a picture of the cabinet. Oh. Um, With the coon in it? No. <clears throat> the coon was already taken care of at that point. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where's my... Oh, I got to find this. All right. So he's cornered. I have a picture here I'm showing the guys. Oh, yeah. Sure enough. Okay. So it's floor level. Yeah. It's floor level. And I was like... And the one cabinet door was open just like that. Okay. The cabinet door next to it. You put that on Patreon too. So Grip was sticking his head through the open door and kept keeping him cornered. I didn't want to open up the door because I knew the same thing's going to happen. He's going to come running out. And I was like, man, how do I get him? How do I make him like, how do I flush him out without putting down the gun? And I decided I'm going to do a wall bang. Do you know what a wall bang is? Where you take your fist and hit the wall? No. Oh. A wall bang is when you take your gun and kind of like spray fire it oh, just like, through <laughs> a wall, hoping that you kill whatever's on the other side. <laughs> All right? So this was, this was what I was going to do. I'm going to do a wall bang. Is this a term that, that you made up? No. I've I, never heard this term. you never wall, heard of a wall bang? Wall bang? Have you heard of this, Jeff? No. No, it's new to me. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to do a wall bang. Uh basically do a blind fire and so i eventually i kind of like kind of hip fired i i kind of brought it up a little bit but i didn't look through the scope this gun has a scope on it and it's like way beyond the magnification what i need in fact it would be like disorienting because it's so magnified so i didn't use the scope i just kind of brought it up to my shoulder and just like well 
here we go. And I shot. And here comes the cocoon, like, stumbling out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was really impressive. And then he, like, Crips, like, oh, you know, like, freaking out that he, like, came out. And the coon's, like, trying to still halfway get away. And he turns his head and looks at me. I had shot it right through its eye. Oh, wow. Yep. It was nuts. And here I took a picture of the of the cabinet that I shot through. And, oh, yep. And it, wow. you can see that's the exit. Yeah. yeah. And that's the blood splatter on the back of the wall. Oh, man. Wow. Yep. Uh, let me go back to the other picture. So, wow. like, this is how this is how crazy it was. Look at this. Look. If you if I zoom in real close, where is it? Oh, that little hole mm-hmm. is where I shot. That's how much I had to like. There's a lot of room, and he could have been hiding somewhere else. Oh, for sure, for sure. This is the tiniest little hole, and I shot him right through the eye. How did you keep Crip far enough away that you could shoot again? Well, no, the first time. Like, wasn't Crip like right there? Well, Crip would like. Like he'd come kind of back. To he he he'd like go in and like look at it, but he was like so close that he didn't really want to stick his head in like too oh, far. Yeah. So he'd like stick his head in for a split second and then he like back way away. Uh, so I shot him and then <clears throat> he tried to go between the wall of the shop and behind the cabinets, and like was smearing his blood all over. Oh, it was a mess, but. Eventually, I was able to get a shot on him again, and then he was done. Finished him off. Finished him off. <clears throat> so I'm surprised Crypt didn't, like, go after him. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Oh, he did. Like, when he was, like, <clears throat> trying – when the coon was trying to get – climb behind the, the wall and the cabinets, there's, like, this, like, you know, maybe a five-inch space there. Crypt was constantly – like getting at him and I like had to shove him off so many times because I wanted to get a second shot on him and he just wouldn't and finally I was like sit down (sighs) and then did he sit down well he sat for a little bit and then I told him to lay down and stay and finally he curbed his enthusiasm (laughs) and I was able to shoot the coon but yeah it took it took yeah multiple tries of telling him to off yeah, I imagine. Off. <sighs> wow. Yeah, intense. And you did all that for the podcast. <clears throat> now, I yeah. wish theater would be here. Now, that's commitment to story. Where <laughs> <laughs> you find a coon to put in your barn just for content. Oh. Ay, ay, ay. No, that's exciting. So how long? You probably went 20 minutes. No. Yeah, it, it was, was at fi- least it was it was fi- Okay, it was 15. It was 15. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there we go. That's uh, all right. It was, it was a good story. It was worth it. Oh. All right. We do have to wrap it up now. Next week. Oh, we did have, I guess, we had one piece of feedback. I will read that <clears throat> very, very quickly. This was from uh, Charlene. She said, I enjoy having Theodore on the podcast, but please fix his mic. There's an echo, and it drives me crazy. I wasn't aware of that, and I don't think it's actually Theodore's mic. It might be something else, but we will check that out. Um, Jeff, you're looking at the receipt you turned in for the French press funds, and it was returned to you because French press podcast is broke. There's no Cha-ching. money, no There's money also, in the bank. This is also an int- Oh, no, I know what that's for. Anyways, <clears throat> um, Layton, what is the point? 
the point is, Ruben, that a lot of our listeners don't think. <laughs> uh, point number two, always make sure that you check underneath the carpet to see if there's a coon there. And point number three, it is handy to have a gun sometimes. What's our word of the week? Word of the week is... Splash. <laughs>